267-1023. Have you ever heard of the name Horace Brazelton? He spent most of his life capturing black Chattanoogans in the segregated South during the mid-20th century. A great article is out this week in the Signal Mountain Mirror about this man. An exhibit honoring him and the person behind this discovery is Stephanie Hare, who joins us now. Stephanie, this is fascinating, and thank you for uh, for introducing us long overdue to Horace Brazelton. How are you? Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm great. I'm excited to join you all this morning. You've got a free exhibit. There is a free exhibit that's now up at Ruby Falls. His picture shed a positive light on black people during this time. More humane, lighthearted, not focusing on negative things like lynchings, which there were a bunch. But uh, what a man. Uh, the pictures are really something to see. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so the exhibit up at Ruby Falls is slated to come down September 15th, so you've got about another week or so to go see that. Um, but we will be traveling that exhibit to other venues in town, so I'm happy to um, get the word out about that as we know more details. So hopefully everybody can have a chance to learn about uh, Horace and his wife, Hetty Brazelton, both, because they were just such pillars of their community as, like, I like to say. So it was a picture of uh, of a woman and her son, and you're a single mom. And but, but, but who was he? Who was this man? Right. So well, I love that you brought that up. So I was just quickly. So in January 2020, I did. I was scrolling social media as we all tend to do, and saw a beautiful photo, a very striking photo of a young mother and her even you know, much younger son, about eight months old or so. And it just captivated me because I saw so much of myself in that photo because, yet, like you said, I'm a single mom, but I also have a young son. So I just, it was very relatable. And I reached out to find out more about the man, the person who created the photo and just next to nothing was known about him. And I thought, you know, I could write a couple of research papers because I'm a student up at MTSU in Murfreesboro. Um, but then as soon as I dug into Horace Braselton, I found out very quickly that he was so much more than a photographer. And uh, I, I knew I had to devote a good chunk of my time to figuring out more. So so what, who was he? Did, was he a business owner? Uh, absolutely. So he, Horace Braselton, he's born in 1877. He's the youngest of six children to previously enslaved parents in a rural East Tennessee county. So it's Jefferson County right outside of Knoxville. He came to Chattanooga with an entrepreneurial spirit uh, right around the turn of the century, and he opens up a grocery store quite quickly over on Grove Street, which is no longer, um, it's no longer extant on the landscape. It's gone. Um, his grocery store venture failed after about a year, but he was trained in photography under a German photographer, and we do not at this point know exactly who trained Mr. Brazelton. But after 10 months of training, he opened up a studio in the spring of 1904. And I want to be very clear, this is exactly 40 years after emancipation. So after slavery ends, only 40 years later, we have the son of previously enslaved parents opening up a business in a southern city. And he just goes on to run this studio for almost 50 years. It was right at 49, 50 years. He's very successful, even though he's 
you know, he has to move locations of that studio several times. Um, well, like I mentioned, he's so much more than a photographer, too. So the very fact that he's providing photographic services to Chattanooga's black population is remarkable because a lot of white photographers would decline uh, you know, to work with African-American segments of the population. But also Horace Braselton was the first, uh, he was the vice president of the first black-owned realty company here in town. So he would help buy and sell land and homes to other African-American community members, even though he himself was a renter until the day he died. So he's putting all of his business profit back into the community. And his wife also is, you know, she was serving as an elder at a Presbyterian church that was on the west side. And they're just judging competitions and they're helping register voters and they're just doing everything you know my good so the friend fact that he was unknown was crazy <laughs> my, my good friend Stephen greenfield who's a photographer himself said you know i'll bet you most of his pictures of of black people that were very dressed up at that time and and he was absolutely right they took great pride in yes. these pictures Absolutely. I referenced, you know, he's opening his studio 40 years after slavery ends. And so what is the overall message that this entire population would like to portray to the world? It is that, you know, we are educated. We are uh, producing citizens. We are productive citizens. We are uh, well-dressed and well-maintained. And I do want to be very clear. Horace Braselton is only photographing the black middle class at this point. Okay. He's not going into any lower uh, class white or black neighborhoods. Stephanie, uh, but the very fact that there is a middle class is in, it's just remarkable that soon after slavery ends. Stephanie, hold on. I'm going to get right back to you. We got to go to some commercials. Don't go anywhere. Fascinating. Yes, sir. Hey, Stephanie here. Thanks so much for holding on. Responsible for an incredible exhibit about Horace Brazelton. He spent most of his life capturing black Chattanoogans in the South. During the mid twentieth century, capturing them on film. On film, you yeah. are you are so right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're right. Capturing them on film, and the the display is at uh, Ruby Falls until the fifteenth of September. All right, so let's get back to him. And uh, he was not focusing on poor or blacks. These were middle class during this yes. time of the of the century. Yes, and so this is um, what we also term as the Jim Crow period. So we're dealing with legalized segregation, um, very obviously some intense, violent racism that's just on the streets as well. Um, so the fact that he is opening up this studio in a southern city was just, it, it took, took me by surprise in a way because he moved from one rural southern place to an urban southern place. Um, but during this time, if you see a black person portrayed on film, um, most of the time it was using very false, harmful stereotypes that were prevalent during the Jim Crow period. So, you know, all of the harmful stereotypes that we see in a lot of classic film, like Birth of a Nation, for example, and that's, that's referenced in the exhibit. So what Horace Braselton is doing is quite literally just capturing the truth of the matter. And what, like we referenced earlier, it is that these are educated, excuse me, educated people with pressed clothes and fine jewelry and the whole nine yards. So it's a way of getting representation out into the wider community as well to prove that, you know, these people have manners, they are civilized, all of the things that they want to be 
portrayed as. And I think representation is the main key there. So if you're not uh, able to go to a white photographer and have your photo taken, how else are you going to get that representation out there uh, without someone like Mr. Brazelton? But photography at that time was very much an upper class, middle class thing. Lower class people, regardless of color, could not afford it. Generally speaking, yes. So I found a few advertisements from Horace Brazelton's studio where he references it's $4 for a dozen photos, but he would always kind of throw in a few more. So this is an investment. And a lot of the photos that we're seeing that come out of the Brazelton studio are things like wedding portraits mm -hmm. or, you know, you're just, you're in your finest church clothing or mm -hmm. it's a group photo in front of a church mm -hmm. or a school. And I, he was also the uh, photographer for the Howard School here huh. in Chattanooga. So he's, he's definitely capturing big moments for people. And, and yeah, you're right. It would be expensive. So they have to save up and, and it matters to them. How cool would that have been for Howard to name like the media center, the uh, Horace Brazelton yeah. Media Center? Yeah. It would have been. So <laughs> that was a new discovery. I was walking around Howard uh, School with the theater teacher just a few weeks ago talking about Mr. Brazelton. And when I noticed over his shoulder the, the annual photos on the wall, and I was like, that's the Brazelton behind us. Wow. Us. Wow. It's huh. everywhere. Hey, it's very fascinating. Stephanie, so th that says a lot about Chattanooga that, that these were were middle-class blacks doing well at the time. Very well. And the fact that it's here in Chattanooga is also speaking to our great history as well as a, as a city. So, you know, the railroad that all of the um, freedmen dug out that allowed us to prosper as a city, that's bringing a lot of economic opportunity. So people are coming here for jobs. They're coming here for opportunities that they don't have in other places. Hmm. And they're all coming together to make a, a, just a great city. And, and we have all of them to thank for that. Stephanie, you are unbelievable. And you're, you're getting your Ph.D. as part of this exhibit, which is, uh, I think, would make getting a Ph.D. really enjoyable. You know, I almost feel bad about how much I've enjoyed the Ph.D. <laughs> program because I feel like it should be a little bit more stressful. But when, you, when, when you're lucky like I have been and you find a story like the Brazelton story, it's just, I'll, I'm going to steal a quote from Horace Brazelton himself. The work has just never seemed hard. Wow. And I'm very great. I'm deeply grateful for that. Um, I got a and quick, it's just been such a pleasure to bring it to the public. A quick question. Did he die a wealthy man? Did he leave it to his, his family? So it's an interesting little bit. So uh, him, Horace and Hetty never had biological children of their own. They did adopt a girl named Lucille hmm. in 1928, who was actually the woman in the photo that we referenced at the top of this uh, interview. She passes away when her son is only eight months old. And so Horace and Hetty take their adopted grandson in as their own. But once they passed in the 1950s, that, uh, that baby, who's now a 20-something-year-old man, he moves to New York City quite soon after their death. So, no, actually. Wow. He was a renter until the day he died, even though he bought and sold land for other people hmm. um, and, and, and did not. And pass on the, that generational wealth. I could listen to you all day, Stephanie, but he was buried at Pleasant Garden Cemetery near Shepherd Hills and Missionary Ridge. Huh. This is a black cemetery. And this is fascinating, JR. Also buried there is Chattanooga lynching victim Ed Johnson and wow. some of the Scottsboro boys who were hmm. wrongly accused of sexual yeah. assault 
in the 1930s. What a bit of information that I never knew. You know, Stephanie, what I learned about this and listening to you, there's so many. There's a million great stories out there. It just takes someone like you to uncover them and give Jed and I the wow factor. You know, Jed and I have seen, you know, eight county fairs and a goat rope, and so we're not impressed easily. That's a pretty, pretty good story. Stephanie, I would love to meet you in person, and I've got to thank um, an employee here, Jennifer Crutchfield, who's just gotten us all hooked on the history of this area. And I don't care what color you are. It is absolutely yeah. fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I do tell everybody I do view this. And, and since we're on radio, I'll just say I'm a white woman researching Chattanooga Black history. And so it's not lost on me that there is a disconnect there. But I do sure. very much view this as a it's a shared history. This is the story of our city, both good and bad. And yeah. that's, that's my quest, if you will, as a historian, is to tell that full truth. Hey, go um, see. And to appreciate those who came before. Go see the work of Horace Brazelton. It's free. It's open to anybody at Ruby Falls through September the 15th. I wish it would uh, travel to the Bessie Smith Museum as well. That would be a great place Worth for it. the hunter. Or the hunter. Yeah, it would be fantastic. I can say as a teaser that we may be going to the Chattanooga Public Library for some period of time ah, next year. Um, and then, you know, who, who knows after that? So I'm, I'm thrilled to share it with the public. It is going to be, I'm going to work my best to make sure it's free everywhere it goes. Um, and, and yeah, so thank you so much, though, for taking interest in this. Hey, and you, awesome. res you responded immediately. We love that. All the best to you. And Stephanie, Thank you for yeah. bringing history to life for us. We if you have another project, it. make sure and call us. Yeah, okay? please. Before anyone oh, else, Stephanie. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Take care.